Welcome to Unlocking the Fitness Industry. I am your host, Jake Abel. I'm a two-time natural pro, a cellular athlete, and we're going to find the best way to get fit, to enter your competitions, and to look your best. So, here we go. Let's get into the episode. Okay, guys, welcome back. So, it's been a little bit of time, covid has been going on. I didn't really want to go completely online, but here we are. Um, so I'd rather get some podcasts out, so I thought, stuff it, we're going to do some online interviews over the next couple of weeks and keep the podcast coming more consistently so we can drop knowledge bombs for you guys. So today, who better to start online um, interviews than with ICN Pro Ryan Van Damage in the house. How are we? How are we, right? Damage, baby. <laughs> yeah, we are. How are we doing, Team Ablefit? We are. On first podcast. On, first podcast. So, full pressure is on. Full pressure, yeah. Let's full pressure. All right, so I think um, first things first is I want to. I could give them a rundown, but it's going to be a very different story. Um, my rundown versus yours. So, give them a little rundown on who you are, kind of what. Let's just start with like titles you've kind of won. Um, to get into the, like the bodybuilding side of it. All right. So bodybuilding in general, how I started training was to be honest, didn't even start training for bodybuilding. I just, you know, wasn't in a very good headspace, and I thought, you know what, I need to really fix this shit. <laughs> so just started training and I wanted to get into another sport. So I hadn't played football for like, what was it? It was about at least seven years. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to start training. And then I sort of fell back into football. And I've been an athlete my whole life. So, you know, just, yeah, started training, lifting weights. Got a little bit bigger, like, pretty quickly. I put on about 10 kilo in about, I'm going to say, 12 weeks. Obviously not all muscle, you know, a bit of glycogen, a bit of water. And, you know, but because my brother was already personal trainer for, like, five years I think so I sort of just jumped straight in already knew what I was doing already knew what to eat already and I changed very quickly and um and it all just sort of snowballed from there when I did my first season of football we did really well there I um we won the grand final and that was really cool it's good to, got to play with my brother so we played together won a grand final and then the following year, I was just training at uh, Anytime Fitness. And um, two guys got to me like, oh, you're prepping. And I was like, prepping? What, what do you mean? What, 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 what are you talking about? <laughs> sort of thing. And um, they're like, bodybuilding. And I was like, what's that? Hmm. I literally had no idea what bodybuilding was. They started talking about Kai Green and Phil Heath. And I was just like, honestly, I have no idea what, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Right, so like, he literally said to me, go home, search bodybuilding in YouTube. So I did. I went home, searched bodybuilding, and I was like, yeah, hmm. I don't want to do that. I don't want to stand up there and tan and jocks and flex my muscles. And, you know, I just, I just wasn't into it. And, um, and then I sort of searched. This was IMBA back then. It's ICN now. But, when, you know, they went, oh, search natural bodybuilding. So I went home, had a bit of a look at that, natural bodybuilding, and I just thought, you know what? I've got nothing better to do. Let's do it. So I was already pretty shredded at the time. Um, but yeah, I just, just went for it. I went, I went for a holiday to Bali, 
And then after Bali, I came back and I thought, all right, I had 10 weeks. And to be honest, I think back now to my first prep, I kind of really knew what I was doing, but this is the problem within the industry is everybody is hmm. fucking, they, they, everybody knows what they're talking about. Right? Yeah. Everyone's a wizard, right? <clears throat> so I had one person telling me, oh, do a water cut. This person telling me, carve up this person off. I uh, don't need any fats or high protein, low protein, fucking everything under the sun. And I just got confused when I look back and I'm like, man, I should have done exactly what I was doing and just followed through with it. Cause I, I was looking good and, um, got to peak week, peak week. I was, I, to be honest, I, I like back down, didn't count calories, didn't do any of that. And, um, peak week got to the night before I think it was. Yeah, and they were like, oh yeah, have some wine. So here's me from Rocco. I have some wine, yeah, right. I didn't tell me have a glass of wine. I had a bottle of wine. <laughs> and it just, <laughs> just got absolutely lit. <laughs> and then the next morning, I woke up, throw, I was throwing up till about 12 o'clock. I had to get on stage at like, I think it was like three. So I was throwing up all the way till 12 o'clock. No I had way. to get on stage at three. So I literally just pulled myself out of the shower or whatever, cleaned myself up, and I looked like absolute shit. You can, you can imagine. Didn't yeah, legit. Nothing. No water in your system. Got to the venue, slapped on some Dream Tan, knocked oh. on stage, got dead last. <laughs> and that was, that was my first experience, right? So after that, I was kind of like, you know, I, I can't, I can't finish this like that that was absolutely horrendous so i thought you know i'm gonna do another one so i actually went back to footy played another half a season of footy um then put on a little bit of muscle and then i was kind of like um and ah about it. i was like oh should i do another one? Oh, i don't know you know i wasn't really too sure and then my brother was like i want to do one so and, and to be honest, and I did bodybuilding. I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was fitness. I didn't even know there was physique. Like, I didn't even know anything of that. Like Straight into bodybuilding. In hindsight. Top dogs. I should have just jumped in. I should have jumped in fitness. Yeah. Like, I was tiny. I was tiny. I was probably, what, like 70 kilos on stage. And mm. I'm nearly six foot. So, yeah. And what are you now? Uh, 80. Like, right now, I'm 88. Yeah, so a bit of a on difference. On stage, I'm about... 80, 82 ish. Um, and then, yeah, so coming into the second one, I only decided at about seven weeks out, I think it was. Because my brother and his wife, you know, they were looking really good. And I was like, you know what, I, I can get shredded in seven, eight weeks, whatever it was. So I did it. Um, and I did physique this time. Right, because my brother he he wanted to do fitness, right, and I kind of wanted to do fitness as well, but I I didn't want to burst my brother, so you know what I mean. Yeah. So we sort of just did different divisions. Um, I did physique, and I got fourth, I think. But it wasn't until that moment where I was like, oh, like I actually have some kind of potential here. Like it's yeah, okay. been a long time before I even I didn't even really think I had any potential in, in the first place. Um, and then third one, so then my third one, I was like, okay, 
I'm going to put a full year away. I'm going to train my... It's actually a year and a half. I'm going to train my ass off, and I'm actually going to... This is going to be a goal. And I want to actually get a first, or yeah, at least a second or something like that. So um, train my ass off for that. And then this is coming into 2016. This is where I met you, actually. And um, yeah, put a full year and a half away. Trained my ass off, dieted, did did everything I could to be better, and I did 100%. I, I improved by a long shot. Um, so that, and there was no other sports as well. There was no skateboarding. There was no footy. There was you know nothing else. It was just purely. So I'm gonna say that's probably where I started bodybuilding. Yeah. Right? Okay. When it was like full yeah, focus. Probably 2015. Um, and then yeah, got to 2016. Prep all the way. Uh, this was probably the worst prep, actually. Like, well, it wasn't the worst, but it was probably my hardest one because uh, I'm an electrician. So my first two, I was an apprentice. And then this one here, I was, in a, tr I was a tradesman. And um, I just got a new job and I actually just got a promotion as well. So I had a lot going on. And then I had to look after... So I had to, it was night shift as well. So 12-hour night shift, 3 till 3, which cool. is like the worst possible times on the planet. <laughs> yeah, so... That's crazy. I'd get, you know, get up, get, everything was backwards. I'd get up, go to work, do 12 hours. It was 3 in the morning, and then I had to go to the gym at 3 in the morning, train, then go home, sleep, you know, wake up at like... Oh, I don't know, stupid time, and then I'd get up, do my cardio, and then do that all over again. Like um, doing that for twelve weeks just wrecked me in the first place. But it was the first time where I was doing all the right things. I was getting lean, like I, like I was on track. Anyway, long story short, gets gets to show day, and I, I did physique again. Did physique, didn't even place. <laughs> So this is like my third year where I like no way. obviously didn't get what I wanted. So I was like, "Fuck, what is happening?" <laughs> like, but this this time I like I did everything right. Like I'll admit I, did, I definitely came in flat, and I definitely still didn't look my best. I still look fucking pretty good, and um, yeah. So they so that that sort of shut me down a little bit. The following week, right? So. And then, so what was it? Two weeks. I think there was a Melbourne show that you went to. Yeah, the Australians. Fitness, and you won. Yeah, the so na you won nationals. The title was twenty sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't hear about that show. Otherwise, I would have went there. Yeah, it would have been game on. <laughs> so I went straight to. So that weekend, I think was that one week before or two weeks before. Yeah, two weeks, Worlds. I think. Two weeks before Worlds. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't even hear about that. And then uh, a week before Worlds was my brother's Bucks party. So I was like, I can't not drink at my brother's Bucks party. He only gets one of them. So, to, like, this is really weird. It kind of, because I was so stressed and all that kind of thing, like, I feel it actually worked for my body. Like, I just needed a rest. I needed a reset. I needed a bit of dirty food just to fill me out a little bit so I could go again. Mm. Um, so I just had this one day, one night, it was it was epic, really good night, and I drank, I ate shit, and then surprisingly I woke up the next day, and I was like, wow, I actually 
don't look too bad. And it kind of gave me that little boost of like, all right, let's go. Like, yeah. I, at this point, I hadn't even fully committed. I hadn't even bought my barley flights. I hadn't even done any of that. Like, I, it was there, but I was like, do I do it? Do I not do it? You know, oh, do I just can it right now, you know? At that moment, I was like, all right, let's do it. I just booked it because my brother was getting married in Bali like, what was it, four or five days later of the comp anyway. Oh, that's perfect. So I was like, well, I'm going to be there anyway. I haven't booked my ticket. Why not just do it now? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be, you know what I mean? It just made sense. So I was like, all right, yeah, let's do it. But the thing was, is everybody else had already booked their tickets to Bali later. So when I got to Bali and when when we competed, it was just me and my mum. Like my mum was like, I think my mum was the, like, I'm pretty sure she already had her tickets sorted, but she was like, no, nah, I'm going to change them and come with you and all that kind of thing. So that was, that was really cool. Um, so it was just me and mum. Yeah. And, um, and funnily enough, so yeah, and that was actually, this was pretty funny, whereas that was actually my first win in Bali, which yeah, was, crazy. So I won the Opens, World. and then you won your Opens. Yeah. And that was, so it took me three years to get a first place. And it's just funny that out of all, you know, all the comps I've done, it, you know, three years and then it wasn't until Worlds where I actually won something, which is just bizarre. And the funny thing is, is I have never, still to this day, I've won three world titles that I've never won at home. I've never won in Perth. <laughs> no How way. weird is that? That's so crazy. So weird. And, um, but in saying that, I've never been my best at home ever. Like, yeah. I can comfortably say that. And then, yeah, then we had our little overall battle. And you won it. <laughs> it was fucking sick. Like, like, that's probably still my favorite time on stage ever. Yeah, that like, was sick. We, like, when you were at our place, you know, we watched your footage, but it was just sick, man. Like, there was no... It was like a cool little camaraderie, rivalry. Yeah, uh, right on, in the middle. It wasn't awkward or weird it's just good sportsmanship it was so sick and um and yeah so after that that's where i was like okay i want to do this this is what i want to do and then jesus christ now that i'm talking about this it like, feels like i've done so much yeah you know I mean? it's weird looking back hey it is man i wish i filmed it like like you know like youtube with all yours that's one thing i regret one thing i regret is not doing youtube back then mm. i only just started it now yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 2017, I actually said after that show, I was like, okay, I want to do I want to do a fitness, oh yeah, so I got my pro card, and I want to do a fitness pro show, alright, so I thought, 2017, I'm going to give 2017 a skip, and do 2018, but then 2017, um, like everything started, like our team at PBPT, that's our, that's, that's our gym, started doing really well. So season A, and our season A was killer. Like we done so well and it kind of gave me that boost. Re-motivation. Of like, oh, again. Yeah. So, starting to get the itch. Uh, I went to Thailand. Um, so I went to Thailand with Nate and then Nate, so Nate won, what did he win? He won states, he won nationals. And then he went, we went to Thailand and he got second there, which is like a really good run. Yeah. And he hasn't competed since. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. But 
Um, and also in Thailand, it was actually my birthday on that day. So 24th of June. Um, and that, that, was, that was really sick. So yeah, went to Thailand, had a big after party. That was really cool. Met some just awesome people as well. And I got back and that was just fire in the belly after that. I was like, nah, I have to do this 2017 one. I want to do the Melbourne. Oh, then they brought out the Melbourne Pro Show with prize money. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that is sick. So I was like, all right, yeah, a bit of money. And um, I was, I think I was 12 weeks out when I got back from Thailand to the Perth show um, with the intention of I wasn't even going to do Perth show. I just thought, no, oh, I'm just going to do uh, Melbourne. But then it got it, leading into it, 12 weeks was, this is probably my best and favourite prep I've ever done because I think I was in the best mindset. I knew, I kind of like knew my potential. Where I was in my job at work, you know, like everything, my whole lifestyle, like everything was so much better, so much clearer. And um, I actually demoted myself from my promotion. I got the previous Oh uh, yeah, stood, stood, because, stood back. Yeah, I just took a step back and I was like, I just want to be in the tools. I just want to yeah. do work. I just want to be a normal electrician. I don't want to boss anyone around. I don't want any of that, you know? So I actually demoted myself and it was the best decision that I ever made within that industry. And, um, you know, like, I don't care about the money at the end of the day. You know what I mean? As long as I'm enjoying my job and, you know, I enjoy my job so much more at the moment as a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that prep was probably the, yeah, the smoothest prep I've ever done. And it started getting to the 12-week mark and I was like, I'm, I'm like ready to go. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm ready to go. I might just jump in physique. So I jumped in physique in that show. And what did I get? I got second. Yeah, I got second there. And I was like, oh, okay. So maybe I am okay at physique now. Right? So all I've done is I've literally started a bodybuilding, done physique, done fitness, and now I've worked myself back up yeah so i went to the nationals in melbourne did the fitness pro show and i got second then i thought all right physique is in two days for amateurs i'm gonna jump in that then i jumped in that and then i won that so i was like okay i'm a physique guy yeah that's right i've sort of like used this year to build myself back up to physique guy sort of thing so yeah the fitness down to physique then I went to Bali again, 2017, and I won the open class physique there as well, and just missed out on the overall. So I never won a physique overall. Then the following year, 2018, this is where everything everything changed. My whole life changed. <laughs> so this is where uh, Ags, my partner, my fiance, she moved to Perth. So obviously that's a variable. My job yep. changed. I quit being an electrician. I became a personal trainer. Had to start my business. Um, not only that, I went to Canada. Had a big, you know, travel. Went to America. Come back with like four hundred bucks to my name. Literally, <laughs> had to start my business on that, which was stupid. Um, before all this though, before I went on holiday and all that, I was obviously doing my personal training ticket, working full time, like trying to rebound out of the competitions and stuff like that. Like 
deal with my client base. Like it was, it was a lot on my plate. It was really hard. And um, 2018 comp season, again, I said to myself, oh, no, I'm not going to do 2018. I'm just going to do 2019, <laughs> which in hindsight, I should have. I think the one thing that pulled me back into it was classic physique. They were like, oh, yeah, there's a classic division now. So I was like, oh, cool. Another stepping stone. Yeah, <laughs> something else, to, something you know, else that you and, haven't like, competed in yet. I've always loved classic. Like, I love the style. I, 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 love it. I love everything about it. I love the posing, the shapes. The, it's not about being a mass monster or anything like that. As if, like, natural bodybuilding, it's so hard to be a mass monster anyway. But I feel like classic physique is just that fine line between all the divisions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, feel like I fit in there perfectly because I've sort of done every division. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that sort of pulled me into it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to compete. I don't think that was my... I think I was better 2017, personally. I definitely put on a bit more muscle and stuff like that. But I was definitely leaner 2017, definitely a lot tighter. Um, and I think, yeah, 2018, the biggest difference I think though was the job. So the job change between, and this is where people will say, they're like, oh, like, oh, you, it must be so much better prepping, you know, as an electrician or, or as a personal trainer. And I'm like, you know what? I actually think it's easier prepping as an electrician. It may sound really weird. But the reason being is because personally, as an electrician, I could be so much more selfish. Yeah. Like, I could go true. to work and just do my job. And then, like, people try to talk to me. I could sort of just be like, ah, oh, fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know. But as a personal trainer, you can't be like that. You can't. And you would know this more than anyone. Yeah, you've got to give like, all that energy to your clients. If you make that sacrifice, you're sacrificing your business. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just could not, I, I, I couldn't do that. So I think that was the biggest thing was, you know, being selfless, yeah. really, as a personal trainer. And it's more, like, emotionally demanding. Like, I would get home and I would be exhausted in such a different way. Whereas I feel like electrical, I was probably more exhausted, like, physically, I think. But, um... Yeah, just, just, yeah, just different heights. It's kind of, it's pretty hard to explain. It's like the change but, of environment, um, I find. Like, if you're PTing and you're spending six days in the gym, it's not like that change of environment where, like, you can just go from working all day and then just change environment up, new music, pre-workout, and then you're, like, vibing again. You're, yeah. like, throw all that shit that was given to you that day into your workouts. But when you're kind of always 100%. there and you yeah. know, know the clients yeah. that are in the same gym and things like that as well. 100%, yeah. But that's where being a personal trainer was, you know, a lot easier and a lot better because I was in the gym. I was motivated all the time because I was just in a better environment, yeah? Um, so that prep there, uh, I think I went straight. So I skipped, yeah, I skipped states, went to nationals, and then... Nationals, I, I, to be honest, I think this is the worst I have ever been, personally. I think it was the worst I've ever been. Like, just not conditioned enough at all. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of went in for classic. I didn't, I kind of went in for physique as well. I, I, wanted, I, I wanted that physique pro card. 
I went there and I got second in physique. I got third in classic physique. And then I just jumped that I jumped in fitness pro show anyway, just just because I I knew I wasn't a fitness guy anymore, but jumped in there and I got fifth in that as well. But then part of me like I was looking back at photos and I was like, I can't let this season finish. Like I like I hadn't even reached my potential at all. Like and we didn't really have the money and it was kind of a stressful year and I really shouldn't have done the show anyway, to in hindsight. Like we should have stuck to the plan and just done twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. Should have just done twenty nineteen Italy and all that kind of thing. Which we did anyway. Um and that was my first time I've ever done a back-to-back season. Yeah. Which I know you've done back-to-back seasons, but I personally, I don't recommend it at all. Like, you, you need that time, hey. You need that time to change. You need that time to grow. You need that time to come back out of the competition as well. Like, you need a good rebound. Whereas for me, it was sort of like I was trying to hold condition. And to be honest, man, like I wasn't mentally there either for the next one. Whereas like twenty I think twenty seventeen was I was the best one mentally. I was like, yeah, let's fucking yeah. go. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I had all these other little things going on inside my head for um twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. And um yeah, it just wasn't the result, to be honest, the result that I wanted. Um so in hindsight I should've should have took my time, I should have just not done twenty eighteen, even though I didn't this even though I went to Worlds and won the classic, yeah, classic yeah, yeah, true. Worlds. You know, so it's like, ah, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like I did really well, but it's one of the things, and I know you're exactly the same as when you do this. Let's say you look at yourself, you know, you're not your best, but you win, yeah, compared to you know, you're your best and you lose, but you don't give a fuck anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I felt like my season was better in 2017 because I remember looking at myself in the mirror. I remember this before my physique, uh, what was it? My physique amateur show in 2017. I think that's the first time where I've looked at myself in the mirror before I got on stage and I was like, I can't believe that's me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a weird like, feeling because you're like, you're looking, I, you're I like, I haven't. You like I that. haven't got that sense. Yeah, you're like that. Was, that's I, my I head. I like, did myself. I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, I look incredible." Yeah. I've never had that before. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I never really got that in 2018. I was kind of waiting for it, but part of me was like, I, "Personally, I needed more time." Do you know what I mean? I needed yeah. a bigger off season, and I needed a longer prep as well. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you have to give yourself time. Yeah, hundred percent. You know? Which I wouldn't do a, I wouldn't do a like say twelve week prep again. Yeah. You know, like, I, like yes, I could get stage lean in twelve weeks, but for for me, I want to be ridiculously lean. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? like, well, you've set a standard, standard for yourself as well. Yeah. 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 So it's always been that. So how much? How many shows have you done now? I don't even know. No, nah, haven't even counted. So what? That's <laughs> like four years. Um, t- and then I had that twenty nineteen season as well. Oh yeah, which Jesus. I did state 
oh yeah, and I did bodybuilding again because I just thought, oh, you know what, I haven't got nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just try bodybuilding. I got second in bodybuilding, which I was happy with, and that was the sickest I've ever been on stage. Like, I was so sick that day. That peak week was horrible. Like, I remember it was a Sunday, and I was like, all right, peak week starts tomorrow. I woke up on Monday just dead. Yeah. Absolutely dead. I couldn't even, I remember going for a walk. I, I didn't go to work. I couldn't eat properly. I couldn't like start my water load or anything like that. I, I was just, in, I was just a mess. Hey. And, um, and yeah, so that whole week was just shocking. And I thought oh, I'll be good by, you know, by Saturday. And the funny thing was, was like, it didn't really affect my body. Like I was like, feel like absolute shit but actually don't look too bad like it's really weird it's fucking with my head a little bit mm. and um i was like you know what? i'm actually gonna look okay and then it wasn't until the day on saturday where i think it actually affected my body i started holding a bit of fluid and i looked sick and i you know what i mean like yeah it just wasn't it just wasn't getting any better um I felt a lot better coming into, I feel like I still wasn't 100%, but coming from two weeks after, so from States into Nationals 2019, um, I got second in physique again, <laughs> second in classic physique. That's right. And, and yeah, but I, felt, I feel like that was probably my best showing throughout that season. Even though I still don't think I, I still think I could have been better. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then we went to Italy. Uh, to be honest, I, I write that physique off altogether. <laughs> traveling, traveling, I, I, I and it's a whole different story. Man, like yeah. I, I looked shit. I was watery. I, I lost size. I just I didn't like it at all. To be honest, I kind of look at photos and I even cringe to myself. Like, ah, man, you should have just pulled out. You know, like. Yeah. But. In saying all of this, 2019 prep was easier than 2018, even though I was sick and all this bullshit, but because I had AGS. Yeah. And we did it together, which, you know, you probably get this question as well. Oh, you know, like, do you prefer to compete alone or with your partner? Yeah. Answer it. What, yeah, what do you reckon? all day long is with, yeah, with Jess for sure. Because you're both on the same journey together. Exactly, yeah. But I've got, um, got a few dot points and, about and that as well. Man, she was pushing me around, hey. Like, yeah. I, remember, I, I hell remember this. There was this moment really clearly. I remember laying on the floor, just dead out of my mind. And there's Ags. Like, I just look up, and there she is, boxing. <laughs> <laughs> like, just going ham. And I was like, fuck, what am I doing? get up, you pussy, you know, like, and I just got up, started training again, like, <laughs> just little shit like that, like, if she wasn't there, I wouldn't, there's no way I would have got up, yeah. I would have laid there. When and you're I'm on, just, like, like going at hell's gate, they're the ones just to, especially if you're competitive, I, I find it works even better. Definitely. Um, so, i got a few questions um, yeah. from all, all of that, um, and pretty much, first one is, like, with those losses and all the comps that you have, what like would you, would you keep going back if you didn't have that first loss? Probably not. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say because it didn't happen, but I'm glad that it did. 
Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because I know that you were in the, you, you kind of ha- have had a similar journey as well, which I feel like is why we get along so well in the first place. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's just sort of shaped me. It's part of my character as well. Like having that first loss, the second loss, the third loss, that just made me more hungry, man. Like, 100%. I, sort of, I couldn't leave it at that. I couldn't just go lose, 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 and then just keep, you know what I mean? And then like that's just what pushed me to be better in the first place. To, do, to lose three years in a row to then winning three years in a row in stepping into a different category, like, to me, that's a big fucking achievement. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I've never done anything like that in my whole life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's, like, yeah, I, I, I hold that shit really closely to me, so... Yeah. yeah, that's where I find, like, the best of the best that are in our level of the pro shows and all that, a lot of those guys didn't win their first show and they've kind of had to take those hits and it's made their physique stronger and they've built it more every time. I'm, I'm always like more fearful of the person that didn't quite win last time. We are 100% better athletes because we've lost. Yeah. 100%. Quite yeah. mile. No, no. Which, which is, to be honest, I'm kind of at that point again now. Because I didn't have such a good 2019 season. I'm like, okay, I want to come into 2021. I've got a bit of that, that fire's in the belly. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like I haven't felt that fire again since, say, 2017. Yeah. So it's fu- I mean? finding like, how to build there. it again. And, yeah. Um, I'm actually really excited for all this COVID stuff. You know, I, I don't know how it goes with this podcast, but what, you're not allowed to say the word or something because it gets flagged or I don't know. Nah, it'll be fine. <laughs> I heard that's something, something with YouTube. I think, and yeah, anyway. if, if it reposts with YouTube. Um, yeah, I can't wait to get back in the gym, back to normal and just, yeah. Yeah, so I was, we, I was, came over and stayed with you over the last, uh, just before all this COVID kicked down. Um, one big thing sp- between that I noticed with uh, you and Ag is like sickening straight up work ethic. So balancing the differences between your work, lifestyle, and then your fitness as well. So what tips would you have for like those people that do work the nine to fives and then they're asking, will, will I have enough time or have enough effort to put into a comp prep and things like that? So how do you balance it all up? Personally, like, it's uh, this might not sound too great, but for me personally, it's not that hard mm. because I love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I live and breathe this shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I think that that is the biggest difference. But obviously, it you know it comes down to how bad do you want it? Do yeah, I mean, it sounds a bit cliche, but and I think the best thing you can do, and I tell my clients this a lot, is. Give yourself, like, let's this is your goal. What's the emotional attachment to that goal? Do you know what I mean? Because without an, an emotional attachment, do you know what I mean? You, you're not going to work as hard to get there. Do you know what I mean? So this might sound a little bit extreme, but this is some things that go through my head. Where if, I, if, I, if I'm, let's say I'm just in the gym, I'm doing a strength cycle or whatever, and I want to hit a bench press for, say, six reps whatever, right? You tell yourself in your head, if I don't get to five, and you go, if I don't get to six rep, my mum dies. <laughs> right? Like, like <laughs> it sounds fucking stupid. Fight and extreme, or flight. But that's the kind of emotional, t- but 
imagine that. Of course you're going to get it up. Of yeah. course you're going to get it up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're going to pull a whole um, new testosterone. Mindset, hey, like, you just got to have a, yeah, you just got to have a strong mindset and, you know, what, what is the reason behind it? Like, why are you doing this? Yeah. You know, which, I, which, which, for me and yourself, why, you know, we, we must, we find it easy because it's our life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's not a, I, like, I want this, it's a, I need this. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like oxygen, like... I need this. <laughs> yeah, when you're absolutely going out, there's nothing else that's going to stop you going through the way. And I find, like, if you take it day by day, in the end, you make it work. It's not... It's like when you stress out when you see, like, the big planning it, like, the whole 16-week prep, and you're looking at it from 20 weeks, and you're... Break like, it down, man. You've got, yeah, yeah. you got 16 step weeks. You're like, how am I going to survive this? Day by day, week by week. Rep by rep. Let's yeah, say, oh, it's 16-week prep. You don't think about the 16th week. Yeah. That'll kill you. You go, fuck, they're so far away. I've got so far to go. I've still got this much body fat, blah, 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 you know? Nah, day by day, step by step. And just like everything, everything is basics. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, like, I get this with clients and I feel like they're, they're like, oh, that's it? I'm like, you are you expecting me to give you a magic pill or a magic yeah. diet or a magic, you know what I mean, a special this, special that, you know? And then they're like, oh, that's all you do. I'm like, yeah, or, like consistently. Yeah, or even like overcomplication. Like, yeah. yeah, people are just overcomplicating things and they're looking at, they're looking at like, 100%. I have to get this perfect rep range or I got to get an RP scale and things like this that they're going so deep and it's like, no, you just... Do a do yeah. a push up. <laughs> you got to do it. Like yeah, yeah. it's all all good yeah. learning every yeah. little bit and every single thing of how to do the push up, but it's not going to be effective unless you do it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, you do a push up. You do as many as you can. Could I have he... done more? <coughs> yes or no? Yeah, exactly. Just go to you fail. Know, like sometimes it's as, it's as simple as that. Are you pushing yourself as hard as you could be? You know yeah. what I mean. Hundred percent. Um, in your time, so. You have done four years of shows. You've gone through pretty much every amateur league, every amateur division. Worked your way to pro and pro fitness, and you're on the line of pro physique. What do so? I know, like, especially with you in your, you're so close. You've been placed second so many times in physique, and so close to getting your pro card. What is the major difference between a professional and an amateur when it comes down to bodybuilding? Um, for one, it depends who you're up against. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And year, year after year, like, the the sport keeps changing. Do you know what I mean? The, the sport keeps changing, keeps growing, it's getting better and better and better. And, like, not only that, like, sometimes they might prefer a certain look over another year after year as well. You know what I mean? Like one year they might be looking for, say, a bit more fullness. Like I think it was 2017 actually where I feel like fullness was rewarded in physique. Whereas nowadays you just have to be shredded. Yeah. You have to be peeled. You know what I mean? Like I think you'll find it very hard. If there's a guy standing next to you who's more shredded than you, you'll find it really hard to beat him. Like condition is king. Yeah. At the end of the day, condition is king. And I feel like 
to be honest, the competition, everybody's getting just that little bit leaner, that little bit leaner. Like, I feel like everybody's doing like longer preps. They're dieting harder. They're, you know what I mean? Like, like just the standard keeps growing. Personally, I, I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did I, I even answer your question then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the difference between professional, <laughs> professional and amateur. So you're saying like, yeah, it's definitely, I guess. You are getting drier, which brings us into like division clarity. So, from what what have you learnt, like from getting that many shows in placing second? So you kind of said like the subjective nature. How do you, as an athlete, take that subjective nature on and then prepare yourself for better? Um, I think in the first place is picking the right division for yourself, which is something that I. 100% struggled with like I just didn't know I didn't know enough about the sport but this is where having a coach who knows like I'm not saying that Braden doesn't know what he's doing or anything like that but we were in the beginning we were very new to the sport yeah the first two shows he didn't even prep me I just did my own thing do you know what I mean like coming into the sport so there's already two years gone where we had no idea what we we're doing what the sport was what even what divisions there were you know and um yeah, so from, from there, yeah, just try and work, work with a coach as well who, who has been in the industry, who knows what they're doing, who knows what they're looking for, who knows, you know, who knows what the judges are looking for. And um, I think that's where I've, I've seen it a lot of the times, man, where, like, somebody could look absolutely amazing, let's say mm. they're, you know, but they're, you know, they're, let's say it's, it's a girl and they're doing fitness, right? They look absolutely amazing, but they look like a bikini girl. They're just not lean enough or something like that. Like, I think, yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that's a big thing as well, you know? Yeah. Um, so just then you t- touched on Braden a little. Um, for, the, for the people for Podcast Clarities, Braden is your coach, which is also your brother. Um, yeah. Obviously very successful coach in... Uh, Western Australia and all of ICN. Um, how do you go with like your brother being being your coach and kind of growing up in the sport with him? I love it, man. I, I don't think there's you know much better of a coach out there because he knows me inside out. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've we've been around it obviously our whole life. We're actually very close personally as well. So yeah, he just he knows me better than I know myself, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. And it just makes it so much, just so much easier where, for one, we don't have to text and show pictures and all that sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he can just look at you. He come in, he looks at me, he goes, yeah, you're not lean enough. Or, oh, yeah, no, nah, good man, keep doing what you're doing. Like, And the way we run things is, like, now anyway, is I do my own diet plan. Yeah. And I'll sort of adjust it and I'll say, what do you think? Yep, or not, or you should do this, you should do that. So we work really well together, man. Like, it's actually really, yeah, it's it's really easy. Um, And we just believe in the same things at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like, we just, yeah, I think that's why we work so well together because we we just believe in the same shit. Yeah, you're not, like, going against, yeah, different methods. Or, no, I think you should do this, or, do you know what I mean? Like, we're just on the same page, man. Just good communication as well, which is key. Yeah, and another... If you shitty communication with your coach, then the, the result's not going to be there. Yeah, and another reason I think, like, especially Brayden and you guys have so much results under PBPT, 
is that community vibe that you do have um, within the gym and um, do you want to touch a little bit on that? So having the whole like gym community around you during prep. Yeah, 100%. Like there's no way I would have done as well as I have without that community, without the people there, without the like, because half of the time you're doing it for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's what's in my head. Like it's not just I'm not just doing it for myself like I am. But at the same time, you have all these people around you just supportive, positive people who, and they'll ask you, man, every day, like, oh, how you going? How you feeling? Like, but they genuinely care. They mm. genuinely, they're not just saying, oh, how you going? You know what I mean? Like, they genuinely care how I'm feeling, how I'm looking, how I'm going to do. Like, yeah, oh, it's just, it's amazing. Like, I'm very lucky to just be surrounded by it every single day. Yeah. To be honest. And that's what pushes um, me. I've got AbleFit as well. And I think, like, it's, yeah, you yeah. put it perfectly. It makes it larger than you. Like in the end, it's you're out there and you're not only representing yourself, but you're upholding all these people that have watched you go through yeah. it and um, are supporting you in that way as well. Lead by example, man. Yeah. I don't know you're all about that as well. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, and which is what pushes us to do better, to do that little bit of extra cardio, to go that little bit harder, to, do you know what I mean? Like just because you have so many people around you watching who are looking up to you and you're like, you know, it just gives you that little bit more drive. Like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned on before is prepping with your girlfriend. So this one, how, like, I know, like, it was easy through that whole lot of prep, but how do you maintain not only in off, on season, but also off season, that steady relationship with your girlfriend, Ag? If I'll be completely honest, she is, like, I'm not trying to sound mean or nothing here, but she is so much easier on prep. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> she's so much easier. Like, she she's not very good at off-season. Yeah. Like, she loves she loves being shredded. Simple yeah. as that. She, she loves being, and she is the easiest person to coach on the planet. Mm. Like, I could be like, hey, go do four hours cardio. Not that I say that, but she'll be like, okay. Yeah. And she'll go. Like, she'll just do it. Like, she just gets shit done, man. Like, she is a fucking beast. Like, she'll outwork me. Yeah. I'll say that with confidence. And that's not something that I would normally say. Yeah. Like, and it's really cool. Like, just to, when I met her, I was sort of like, as I think that was the biggest attraction in the first place, was like, fuck, she worked hard. Like, where, where does that come from? Where did she get this work? At? Like, I don't believe it. Just oh, she just works hard. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I believe it, it's got to come from somewhere. And it wasn't until I went to Poland mm. and seen, like, had met her mom and her grandma and all that. And man, they are all the same. Yeah. Okay. Like, her mum would literally be just slaving away in the kitchen all day, cooking up this big feast, and then. Like, she's, like, serving everyone food and stuff. Like, I'm like, sit down. Like, come on, sit down. Eat food. She's just, like, she just doesn't stop. And then that's exactly the same as Ags. Like, she's, she does the exact same thing. And it's, um, yeah, it's just really cool to see where she gets it from. Do you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, in terms of prep, man, like, she, she's, so, she's so much easier in prep than off-season, 100%. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, in saying that, though, our on-season and off-seasons 
don't really change that much. Yeah, true. We still train every day. We, do you know what I mean? Like the only thing personally, she still does a little bit of cardio. I don't. And we both eat a little bit more. Yeah. And we, but we eat the same food. Like, but it's not like we go and change this and change that and throw this in. And like, like our on-season to off-season, what we eat, what we do, really, it's just the intent that, you know, we just more of it. Yeah. Or less of it. And that was going to be my next question straight away is what's the difference between off-season and on-season? Like you see a lot of the American bodybuilders and going out and you look at a lot of the cheap meals and putting on like mass amount of body fat. Um, In your experience on what you have done for off-season and what you've learned especially of not having a proper off-season is just how important it is. Yeah. See, personally... um... I don't like the whole dirty bowl, you know, oh, you've got to get fat to put on muscle, but no, you don't, you don't have to do any of that, like, I've done it, I've tried it, I've tried all different kinds of protocols, and I think that was the worst one for, for me, yeah. that one fucked me, like, it fucked my gut health, it fucked my mentality, like, my appetite, like, You're training. honestly, it just, and it took me so long to sort of, like, I just wasn't healthy. Do you know what I mean? Like, my hormones were fucked. Like, I was getting, like, bad skin, and I was just like, this isn't... What am I doing? I'm doing... I'm sacrificing... I'm literally sacrificing all these great things just to build muscle when I didn't have to do that anyway. Yeah. Like, I can stay lean. I can build muscle. I can keep my hormones. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't, I don't, you don't have to do it that way. Like, if it is a way and it works for you and you feel great doing it that way, then that's okay. Like, you can, you can do that. But I don't condone it. I don't tell anyone to do it. I don't, yeah, that's sort of my thoughts on it anyway. Yeah. So coming after that is because you have done so many shows, you haven't got the results that you have exactly wanted some of the times. Um, how have you kind of gone with, say, like, post-comp blues? Um, I don't really... Get them? Get it at all? Yeah. I'll be honest, but because my on-season, off-season are so similar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really get them, eh? Like, because I don't, I don't crave food, I don't... It comes back to health, man. Like, for me, I'm like, okay, comp's done. And I'll always have another goal. Yeah, that's the important thing, I think. And I think it's super important. Like, you don't just finish the show and then go, all right, now what? And just get fat. Yeah, you're an athlete. I'm constantly, that's just in my nature though, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I always have a goal already set. Like, okay, I finished the show. I've got a photo shoot shoot booked, say, two weeks away. If you give me time, you still want to look good for the photo shoot. Yeah. And obviously, you know, and, and you're keeping track of everything. So it's just doing little things like that, which are, you know, really clever to not blow out, to just put things in place that are just going to keep you on track. You know, it's basics. It's simple, really. Yeah. So what would you give for, say, like going straight into that, actually, I'm going to go with this question, is... Where do you balance health versus bodybuilding? So coming into like a lot of the topics, a lot of these, like a lot of evidence-based study, a lot of all that kind of stuff is saying like 
bodybuilding's not healthy and things like that. Where do you, where does that sit into kind of your hierarchy? I feel it depends on the person for one. Like for me personally, I think that honestly, some people will do a bodybuilding prep and they'll be healthier than the way they were before. Yeah. 100%. Right? Personally, for me, um, like I'm huge on health in general. Like I have my own little health issues with my guts and stuff like that, which are mostly genetic, but like, but that's the kind of emotional attachment that I have to get on top of it and stay healthy and you know what I mean? Um, but I, yeah, health is number one. Like if you're not healthy in the first place, I don't think you should be doing a competition. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people will use the competition, um, like, like, as a mask kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like maybe in some cases it is a good thing. Let's say, for example, you're going through a really tough time and you just have to do something for yourself. I feel like in some scenarios, like, that, that's okay. Because I know that AGS has done that in the past before. Um, and I, to be honest, I can't, I haven't done a prep in that mindset, but that's how I started training in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Like little, yeah. little things like that where sometimes you do, you just have to do things for yourself. But um, we're going to call this podcast, by the way, Ryan's Rambles because I forgot the question. <laughs> fucking ramble. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's pretty good. I, I get it. Like that, that was perfect. That's pretty good. Um, pretty, pretty good. Good enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll name it Ryan Rambles as well. Tips for first-timers getting on stage. They've come straight up to you. They're like, what is your, say, top three most important advices for getting on stage? Take your time. Boom. Make sure you're healthy. Take your time. <laughs> yeah, the, th- uh, the third one, it depends. Do you know what I mean? It depends on who it is. How long they've been, not going to say the sport, but how long they've been training for, how long they've been dieting for, do they know how to count calories, macros, have they done a stretch? You know what I mean? There's so many variables. Yeah. But uh, get a coach. Yeah, that's you know, a good one. Like, you don't need that stress, for one, on you. And like, I'm not saying this because I'm a coach and because you're a coach. I'm saying this because I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I mean, look at me, for example. I'm a perfect example of that. Yeah, t- I didn't have a coach. We both year took one, so long. I just yeah. pretty much wrote myself off. Year two, didn't do as good as a, year three, actually had a coach and worked with my brother and actually <laughs> and did really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just proof is in the pudding. Yeah. All right, same question, but you've got someone who's competed a couple of times and they come up to you and say, what is your top three tips? I want to get my pro card. Top three tips, I want to get my pro card. Well, I'm probably not the best person to ask that <laughs> because I'm pro fitness. You've still done it though. You, you, you're pretty... Physique, I, I, and I'm not pro classic physique. Yeah. Um, you, you've got pretty but, close. Like You would have won a pro classic at that um, if they were giving it out when they did. But I think you would actually have yeah. better advice for that because you have yeah. placed second so it's many times. Like, there, and I, yeah. And I did win physique. Uh, yeah, exactly. Open like, I just didn't win an overall, you know. But now you win, you win an open class, you get your pro card. Yeah. But um, 
I don't think you should be doing it just to win a pro card in the first place. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I love that. You know what I mean? There has to be, not has to be, but personally, I feel like, like you need to be doing it for more than just to win. Do you know what I mean? Like, you need to be doing, like, obviously you want to do it for yourself. Like everybody wants to win. Of course, everybody wants to win this fucking competition. But, yeah, you, yeah, I just feel like you need, yeah, more of an emotional attachment to it as well. And I feel like they're the ones who do better anyway. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I, like, when I accidentally won my pro card as well it, for that physique show, it's just, like, one one thing is, like, it's you've got to put everything in. There's a big difference between first and second um, and just walking yeah. to the gates of hell if you want to go down that. But it almost has to be an accident because you don't know who you're up against. Yeah. You don't know what the judges are going to judge on the day. You can't control any of that. So, variables, hey? Yeah, exactly. So it's like you just do everything you can then go up there and, like, I could have been too small but shredded. Like, it's just back to basics. It's simple. Like, yeah. Yeah, like, like you said, you know, you don't know who's going to be there. You know who you're going to be standing next to, which, you know, which changes the whole show anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes all it comes down to is you could be your very best, 100%, but you can still lose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, And I 100%. feel like some people who go in with that, like, I've done it, man. Yeah, we've and I lost. Yeah. Every time. Literally, like, go in, like, yeah, I want to win, I want to win. And then you get in there, and then it wasn't until, to be honest, the first time I ever won was when I went in with the mindset of, I don't give a fuck anymore. Legit. Like, seriously. That's the exact same story and, um, with me. You can you can see that on stage. Like, you can see that within their confidence, the way they move, the way they pose, the way, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, I, yeah. I definitely didn't go into my shows like, oh, I just want to, I just want to win this pro card and like, and that was it. Yeah. You know what I mean, there was, there was more to it than that. You know, I was just doing it to be better, doing it for myself, and using it all as a learning, growing experience. Yeah, and I think when you do win that physique pro card as well down the line, is it's going to mean a lot more to you because you've gone through that journey. Yeah, because I had to work my ass off for it. You know, like. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Seriously, yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, if they were to say, hey, Ryan, since, you know, back in 2017, you won, you know, Nationals, Physique, blah, 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 here's your pro card, I would say, fuck, you can keep it. Yeah. I don't want that shit, you know? Like, yeah, I don't know, but it's, it's sort of in my nature as well. I've sort of, sort of brought up that way. Oh, yeah, from day dot, it obviously sees... Um, what advice would you give? So you went from being a electrician and then went into opening your own personal training business and started being successful through personal training. What would be your top advice for someone who's in a job that they're not exactly completely passionate about and want to go follow their passion? Give it a crack. Yeah, that's pretty Just good. If you, if, you, if you really love it, like going back to what I said before, for me, it wasn't like, oh, I want this. It was like, I needed it. Mm. Like I needed to be a personal trainer. I think that was the biggest difference. And I think that's, you know, why it works. Because, you know, there's so many personal trainers out there. There's so much competition out there. And I feel like that was the biggest reason why. Because I, I went through tough times. Like a lot of like 2018 was hard, man. Like. It was hard financially. Like, it, it, like yeah, it, it was really hard. Don't expect it to be easy. Don't go into it just thinking, oh, I'm going to make lots of money, blah, blah, blah. Like,
can't. That's not quite the reality. But um, you, you have to love it. Yeah, and I think like a lot of the PTs have got a little hook of that of like the whole online coaching thing because as soon as COVID comes through, I like saw about within a day, a hundred people jump on the online coaching and then it's kind of tapered off a little bit and I was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I think people starting to realise that they did think it's a quick money grab. Yeah, 100%. And um, another really important thing is community. Yeah. You know, like I feel like and I know I, I owe this to my brother. Like, when I started, I already had the community. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like that's why you're so successful as well because you, you, you have the community around you as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. without the community, it's just you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're going to find it really hard when it's, it's just when it's just you and your laptop and whatever you want to do, like personal training, online training, both, whatever, like... It's a hard business, man. It's not. It's definitely not easy, um, and it's hard to separate yourself as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, and here's the thing: like, there's bodybuilding and competitions and whatever, and then there's business, and then having the two together as well, which is what you do really good at. You're really good at it. Um, me personally, is I I actually don't get as many bodybuilding competitors and stuff like that. Like, and to be honest, I like, like, I don't, I don't care. I'll take, I'll take any client. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't care. I don't care. Whatever. I'll take anyone, <clears throat> whatever their problems are, give them to me. I'll, <laughs> I'll deal with them. Um, but then yeah, having just, so like for you, you have your lifestyle clients as well, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I've still got, but you don't just do bodybuilding. Yeah. At the moment it's 50, 50, which is good. Really smart. Yeah. Trying to do, and here's the thing, right? Is this is the difference between Melbourne and Perth? Melbourne, how many shows do you have a year? Yeah, we've got 12. <laughs> You've got 12 shows <laughs> a year. So you could literally have just show after show. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Perth, we have two. Yeah. So you know that's I mean? a difference. So it's yeah. like every six months. <laughs> yeah. You know, so again, like, there's just a lot of variables as well. Which is imperfect, it's quite hard. Put it this way, our gym, PBPT, right? We have, I think I counted like nine gyms surrounded us. Yeah. And crazy. we're like almost just smack in the middle. We got nine there. That's so insane. So, yeah, it's a very it's a very competitive business. But um But competitive's yeah, what you guys do. You just gotta do what you believe in as well. Yeah. So with this shake up of COVID coming through and How's that affected your training and kind of your goals and all of that for the next six months? Um, to be honest, I'm pretty good in terms of training. Like, I don't feel like I've lost any. I, ha- I haven't weighed myself, but I just by judging myself in the mirror and what I look like, like, I feel like I've actually made some progress. Like, I don't feel like I've lost muscle mass or anything like that, like, but on the other side of things, like business and stuff like that, so obviously I'm not personal training anymore. There's no gyms, which has been a big hit for us. So, and this was hard for me, man. Like, I had to go back to electrical work. So, and I'm really grateful for this, by the way. So, I jumped back into where I did my apprenticeship. Yeah. So, I was doing the exact same work I was doing six years ago. And it just, like, it fucked in my head a little bit. Eh? I'm like... 
it felt like I was going backwards and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, you know, I was just like, you know what, I'm grateful that I have a job. I'm grateful that the money is decent, you know, it's, it's actually pretty good. And, and it's as simple as that, do you know what I mean? Um, but I was like, I'm not going to let, I haven't missed a session. Yeah, either. that's awesome. So like, and to be honest, last night and the night before were probably the two nights where I was like, fuck, man, I don't want to do this. But I just do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you, just fucking, you, just, you just get it done, man, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that was the biggest difference between, yeah, this, this whole scenario that's happening. I just hope that we can just jump back in, in what? I'm here, I don't know, to be honest, who knows, eh? Like, I'm here in two weeks, I'm here in six months, I'm here in, like, there's just no clarity, eh? But um, I actually don't have a job right now, so that is, this is really weird for me. Like, I have not had a job in, like, I don't know, like, 12 years. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like it's the weekend. Yeah, forever. You just have to fill your time doing podcasts. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of a, uh, question that I finish a lot of, well, I'm going to start finishing the podcast on, um, because it obviously comes up in a lot of podcasts and it's like that infinitive question I can never kind of put my finger on and the, like part of the whole reason of this podcast is trying to work this whole question out and like everyone's views on it. And here we go. Prepare yourself. So if you could bottle up what I like to call like champion mindset. So the difference between the people that play second and first and that constantly win and all of that, like how would, like I've always tried to give all my new clients and anyone that wants to perform well at something or get on stage, this bottle that contains everything that you've got. What do you think makes up that absolute champion mindset that the, you kind of said ag cult was kind of born with it in her DNA. Um, what do you think makes up that champion bottle? Um, I think emotional attachment, for one, is super important. Like, why are you doing this in the first place? Do you know what I mean? And like, like what we went through before. Yeah. You know, like, do you just want to win? Do you just want to pro card? Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, like What's your what why? your emotional attachment to... Yeah, so I think that is super important. But I also think that the percentage of your life that you've been active and you've been lifting weights or athlete or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, think about it. The best athletes or, say, bodybuilders were already athletes. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, let's say girls, for example, dancers, gymnastics, all that kind of thing. Like, they get on stage, they just fucking kill it. Yeah. Because they've been an athlete since they were three. Yeah, and they've been competing. I mean? like, yeah. And I feel like even for, for us per se, is we've been athletes our whole life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like we haven't been bodybuilders or lifted weights or whatever you want to call it. Um, but like I've, all, I, I've played sport my whole life. And I know that like we both did skateboarding for say around 10. Like that all has something to do with it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was like say obese and then I just went up to the trainer and said, hey, I want to do a bodybuilding competition, depending on who it is, do you know what I mean? They might go, yeah, man, no worries. Yeah. Are you going to win? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like you have to be honest with a mate. Mm. Like, 
and that's what I am. Like, if, if that scenario happened to me, I would just be like, sorry, man. Like, I, I believe you can get on stage, but what is your reason for, what is your reason for doing it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if they come up to me and say, yeah, I want to get on stage and I want to win, I'll have to sit there and explain to them, say, look, man, you're against some fucking real top athletes. They've been athletes their whole life, you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that is a huge, yeah, I feel like that's a huge variable. Just off the back of that, just kind of come to my head as well, is where's genetics play in the world of bodybuilding? Um, and then hard work versus genetics. Yeah, I, I think it plays a huge role, obviously. But in saying that, you can outwork. Like, if genetics, let's use, okay, let's use Ryan Dell, for example. For the guys on the podcast who don't know who Ryan Dell is, he is my absolute favourite physique competitor for our ICN. Shout yeah. out to him. He's won an Australian um, title let's last just year. Say, you cannot say he's one of the most genetically fucking gifted people I've ever seen, but you cannot say he doesn't work hard. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, genetics still has to work hard. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, like let's just yeah it, it does it does play a huge role yeah even if we say that he didn't work hard which he does so it's out of the picture but there's no stopping yeah. us from working our ass off and catching him no no way warning for your own no, absolutely <laughs> not no is that that's what you're trying to get across <laughs> yeah so hard uh, work beats talent right hard work beats genetics yeah I'm big on that. That one. 100%. So what I did is I flipped out onto um, Instagram and I threw out a few questions coming up to this. Um, I think there were a handful to... Where are you? Oh, yeah, just um, I'm looking at Instagram. What was that on Instagram? Yeah, so I put a post on Instagram that just asking questions. Oh, yeah. Um, and let's have a look. So we've got... All right, so we've kind of touched on that one and that one. Oh, here we go. This is a one for the both of us. So this was from Big Old Coobs. Um, was your relationship with Jake always positive? Fucking oath. <laughs> from day dot. I think like both of our relationship okay. within ICN is we kind of pushed each other for the better. 100%. Because we've, yeah, we've 100%. been up again. There's always like a, a nice, healthy banter there as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, we always took the piss out of each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And like, we've been up against each other four times now, and it's like, times, yeah. we're always watching yeah, each other. Twice, and Yeah, so we're dead even now. So it's even like, And yeah, I, I 100% think that as well. Like, I'll always, especially during prep, I'm keeping an eye on you, and it's pushing me harder, because I know you're going, and, like, in the pro league, you yeah, kind of know who you're up to. We're always sending each other, like, skateboarding videos. <laughs> like, even shit outside of bodybuilding, which is sick. Yeah. Like, I love that. And I think just because we've been through that journey, it makes uh, makes it so much stronger, like our bond and stuff like that as well. 100%. 100%. Um... Let's have a look. Yeah. I'm just going through like the banter posts from your brother and things like that. Um, what was the, the biggest lesson that you learnt from competition with one another? So it's pretty similar. You just dropped the mic. 
Now, can you hear me? So, what what what's the most similar? Uh, what what's the biggest lesson learnt from competing, um, from your overall competition? Biggest lesson I've learnt. Um, I have learnt just about myself in general. To be honest, like if you were to ask me, say, how long's it been now? Seven years ago. Like, hey, Ryan. Like, let's say I went into one of them future-telling fucking things. Yep. <laughs> Whatever they're called. And I went, oh, yeah, you, you're, you're going to be a uh, world champion bodybuilder, blah, blah, blah. I would have absolutely laughed at it. Yeah. Like, and it just shows, man, if you if you, if you you love something, there is no reason you, you can't achieve it, 100%. No reason. Nah, that's 100%, and that's a good way to finish off. Tell people of the podcast, where can they find you? Where can they reach out? What are your socials? Um, and go All right. for it. Uh, Instagram, at ryan.nellestein. So that's ryan.n-e-l-l-e-s-t-y-n. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well. Same thing, ryan.nellestein. And I've just started YouTube as well because you actually inspired me to start that because, you know, when, when Jake came over, he showed me all of his old contest preps from what 2014 yeah <laughs> 2015 like, like, and, and but it was just so cool to go back and watch that kind of thing as well you know so i want to use that as a bit of bit of a log for myself so um and it's called brian goes digital nice. so you can jump on there and subscribe and all that kind of thing um i think that's all i got and that's it i like tiktok and all that shit but i don't i don't really use it yeah it's getting into <laughs> it so yeah, catch up with Rye. Have a follow. I'm gonna stick his uh, all his information in the show notes anyway, so you can just click straight through. Till next time, guys. We'll talk soon.